Mr. DeMille, I'm ready for my close-up. He's gotta keep living, man. L.I.V. Yeah! This part, no fun! Get away from her, you bitch! Welcome to the show. Grab your popcorn, take a seat. Welcome to the Nerd Trek Movie Club. Hi there, I'm Jeff. Uh, I'm here with my friend David. Hey everybody. How are you, David? I, uh, I'm i a little disturbed, I won't <laughs> lie, uh, after what we just what we just saw. Uh, uh, that, was, that was one for the books. It was something. So we, we literally just got back in the door. We just watched Barbarian. Uh, it's directed by Zach Kreger, written by Zach Kreger, um, starring Georgina Campbell, Bill Skarsgård, Justin Long. Um, it's something. Well, let's, I guess we should put a preface on here. Spoilers, yeah. spoilers. spoilers. We just watched it. We're going to go into detail into the, the different parts of the movie yes, and, so. and things. We're going to give lots of stuff away. So if so. you don't want to hear it, turn it off here. Um, but yes, this is... This is something. Um, it's not what I expected. Yeah. Um, well, because you had seen the trailer. I had not. I had seen the trailer and I had read the little bit on, I think, Regal's site regarding it. And I thought it was kind of a mistaken Airbnb, double booking, haunted house movie. And boy, <laughs> was that not right. Um. <laughs> well, that is kind of the basic plot. There, So it starts out with a there's a man and a woman. They, they book the same house as like an Airbnb. They got doubled up, and then in Detroit, in Detroit, in like a rundown, shitty part of Detroit, <laughs> in shitty part of Detroit, <laughs> like not a good neighborhood. And then stuff kind of goes from there. Well, yeah, yeah. so you they they do. There's a lot that was decent in this movie, and there was a lot that was. Um, but <laughs> one of the decent things they did do is she gets there. It's pouring rain, and Bill Sar- Bill Sarsgaard. Skarsgård, yeah. Skarsgård is there already, and he kind of answers the door, and they're talking. And he's got kind of, I don't want to call him dead eyes, but he's got kind of those sunken eyes, that eyebrow ridge. They yeah. give him a little bit of a creepy look, and they kept lighting him from the top so that his eyes would be kind of dark. So you get kind of a creepy feel from him. And those those uh, crazy uh, clown it eyes. Those crazy clown it eyes. Yeah. So they're trying to get a bit of that in there to be like, oh, he's going to be the problem. And then you actually, he's nice, and he... yeah. Uh, does everything he can to make her feel safe, and you get kind of that little lull, and then then the real crazy shit kind of starts uh, to a degree. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> well, uh, let's talk about the crazy shit. So it obviously this is a very tension building one, like like you said. When yeah. we were, this is much more of a thriller, a tension one. Basically, they discover a hidden room in the basement, which has like a sh- like a stained, crappy mattress and a bucket and a video camera from like the eighties. And then they discover like an even deeper, like extra side yeah, thing, which is a like, false wall and a yeah, staircase it goes, like, down <laughs> into the earth. It's like carved as like a mine. Uh-huh. It's dark. And she does make a perfect quote the first time. I think when she first opens the door, she just looks at it and it's all dark going down there. She's already standing in a basement and she just looks at it and goes, Nope. Nope. <laughs> and I'm like, Yep, that's exactly it. That's... Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> 
but she's stuck in the basement. The door's locked. The other guy's gone. She, her phone's upstairs. She's got the key to the house. Yeah. So I, this, that's one of the things I do like. I have to give this props in that, A, it's very tension-filled. I had to tell myself to relax. I had to mentally, consciously tell myself to relax my muscles and release. <laughs> and for the most part, everybody in the movie acts the way you would expect them to act. And I have that problem with a lot of yeah. horror movies. Uh, that's, that's what I liked about this. I, yeah. I felt like it was s- smarter. Yes. Because like when she encounters, um, what's his name? The or So Bill Skarsgård, Keith. Uh, she says it about 16 billion Keith! So it's Tess and Keith. When she first encounters him, you know, she's like, hey, can I see your ID? I need to check that you actually had a reservation. Like she's trying to be careful. Yeah. And there's all, and so it's smart about like, you know, she doesn't want to go into this dark place. She doesn't want to be the, the, the person who investigates and then gets murdered first thing, mm-hmm. which of course what he does and then he fucking gets murdered. Yeah, because she finds it, finds like the room and then comes back up and tells him about it. And then he's like, okay. And she's freaking out. And she's like, we need to leave immediately right now. Yeah. And he's like, well, I can't just panic and run. I don't even know what you're talking about. You know, and she says like, it was a bucket and a bed and a camera. And he's kind of like, okay, a bucket and a bed and a camera. Like, that doesn't seem that scary, because when you say it out loud, it doesn't sound that scary. And he's like, yeah. you stay here. I'm going to go take a look. I Like, see what's going on. And he does. And then, yeah, of course, you don't hear him anymore. And I'm assuming that Crazy Bitch came out of the fake wall and grabbed him while he was looking at the room and Possibly, took him. Yeah. I don't know why we didn't hear him scream, but uh, whatever. Something, yeah. But there's enough logic involved. A lot of the times I watch horror films, and at the end I'm like, the logic didn't work. Why would this person go down yeah. there or do this? Or why well, would? how did that's... this person get from here to there? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, because then the other part of me is that is that, that scene. Uh, I mean, obviously this is what kicks off the whole you know horror part of it. Yeah. There is that part of me that, that would have been like, hey, yeah, leave the house, call the cops, go then go back. Mm-hmm. Like, don't just, like, I, I kind of, like, I get a percentage of his point. Well, she had, but she had already been down there. She had already yeah. been to the room, so she was willing to go that far. When she found the fake wall, that's when I would have been like, eh, nope, 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 nope. Well, because then but, she felt bad because she want she had. Well, she heard him. She heard that, because she, she's know. developed this bond with Keith, and she's like, I need to help him. So I like that they showed the hesitation of, like, do I preserve myself or do I go help this person? Mm-hmm. And kind of like, and I think that's what I would think most people would probably struggle with that one way or the other. No, but it's like, I think in the first scream, they talk about it where they're like, do you like scary movies? And she's like, no, it's always some big breasted bimbo who's running upstairs (laughs) when she needs to be running out the front door. Like, what the hell are you doing? And there wasn't a lot of that in this. All of it was at least like, that's not what I would do, but I see why they're doing it. It's plausible. Yeah, it's plausible. It's not just somebody going completely against whatever nature we've shown them. So, well, and plus it's, it's a movie. They have to get the plot and the story going. You can't just be, because it's like. It would be a very short movie if they went, you know what? Let's just leave and we'll call the cops. And oh, yeah. Like, that movie's over. And we're done. And they do yeah. address that, too. That They were pretty smart about it. So she goes down, tries to find him, finds this long staircase to a long, dark tunnel. Mm-hmm. He comes crawling out of the dark <laughs> and saying, we yeah. need to leave, we need to leave. She tries to get him to come back the way she knows is the way out. He's freaked, thinking that whatever someone else is down there and that they've got to be that direction. And then... A, Dirty, naked, nasty-looking woman comes out of the dark and yeah. grabs him by the head and smashes him against the wall and turns him into goo. Yeah. And then, and then immediately, cuts, jump cut to Hollywood! It cuts to California! To like, like, like the 101 freeway on the coast with Justin Long singing, singing in his convertible. <laughs> and I think 
in my head, I was like, what the fuck just happened? No, like, it is. And how is this tying in? And what yeah. is happening? And Which is like, I know, I mean, I, I was going to hope that it gets to a point. but it, So basically, Justin Long is, is, is an actor in Hollywood. We learn he's been um, accused of a sexual assault, of a rape. From a lady he's on a pilot with. Yeah. That's supposed to be and like his next big show. He's in financial trouble, so he has to go. He goes to Michigan because he owns the house that's that he's been renting out. He's like, I have to liquidate. So that's kind of the that's kind of the the, the, well, and he has the to plot sell, to get him there. He has to sell his house in L.A. because he can't afford that mortgage. The other place is a lot cheaper, and then he's planning on liquidating that stuff. Yeah. To go back. Yeah. And so that's his reason for being. <laughs> so there. yeah. So he goes and he stays there, and of course, all of her stuff is still there, and all of his stuff both? is st- all of yeah. all uh, of both of their stuff is still there. So he's like, the fuck's living in my house. Like yeah. And, and, and we learned it's been at least a couple weeks since couple they've weeks. been there. So they so they've been trapped or. Tess has been trapped for a while, or that we think. We don't know yet. Yeah, and he does all the yeah. stuff you would do. He calls his people. When was the last time someone was here? How come nobody's checked the house? They're like, well, we've cleaned it up before the next one, and we haven't rented it again, so yeah. nothing. And a lot of those conversations, I felt, were very real life, because he's like, okay, so what? So what? And they're like, well, is it trash? And he's like, well, no, but that's not the point. What's the system and this whole thing? And she's like, okay, whatever. And he's like, but so who's in my house? Like... Yeah. Like you never get the against he doesn't get the answer to the question he's looking for. No. Which I feel like is real life all the time. When there isn't one, they just kind of dance around it until you get frustrated yeah. and hang up. Well, and the thing with Justin Long too is that he you you don't know if he's a good guy or a bad guy or because he even says he's like, am I a good guy that just made a mistake or is he a bad person? Well, he says that later, but, but he's yeah. not he's not the most likable when it when this starts and you're kind of like. But his reaction, See it's go. Yeah. his reaction, at least the way he plays it, is complete shock when they tell him over the phone. Because he's in the convertible, you get the yeah. call, and they're like, oh, they're, she's accusing you of this, she's saying you raped her, and he's just like... Uh, and you see the shock on his face of like, yeah. I don't believe it. This, that doesn't make any sense. And it's interesting kind of seeing that other side, especially in real life. We always tend to see what the media goes, and they always tend to go or often tend to go towards the side of the person making the accusation Hmm. and so on. So it was interesting seeing a bit of the other side from him, but yeah, he's not terribly likable. You're like, he's kind of an ass, but did he? Well, (laughs) I think, I think a lot of what he is, is setting up if we care if he dies or not, basically, or if he's going to have some sort of an, an, an arc where he's redeemable because he runs into one of his friends and his friends like, Hey, just tell me I'm your friend. Tell me what happened. He's like, well, we hooked up, and she said no at first, but then I kind of talked her into it. So you're kind of like, and then she was totally on board. And, then she's and kind of, yeah, yeah. So you're getting that like kind of sleazy guy vibe in some ways. But I think I think that's they're setting up that he's not the most likable to either have an arc or he just gets murdered. Yeah, and they and they do. I, I give them that they they set that up for a reason, and that does come to an interesting point later in the movie yeah. that we'll get to but so he goes downstairs and finds this room covered in blankets with a baby vhs playing about nursing a baby and he's measuring the whole thing because he wants to sell it for oh that's right footage that's right when he goes down he finds the first room he immediately grabs a tape measure and googles can underground rooms count towards the square footage <laughs> fucking tool so he's he's not even looking ahead of him he's just measuring the whole place for the exact size which yeah. was cracking me up because i i know people that would probably do that yeah and but yeah he finds this room and of course he all he says throughout half the movie is what the fuck yeah <laughs> like, that's pretty what? much his reaction which is the the goal because it is one shock after another yeah 
Uh, he ends up leaving that room, runs down the hallway, falls into a pit with a grate on top of it, and finds... And finds Tess. Tess. And she's been there for a couple weeks at least. Yeah, who's looking raggedy, and she's like, shut the fuck up! Like, you can't... Don't anger her. ...get upset, you can't get pissed. Yeah. Which we were talking about... I don't know how she survived because she watched the guy get smashed to death right in front of her and somehow managed to not only keep her cool, but not get upset at all at any point because they may, they very much established that creepy lady will kill you if you freak out. Yeah. If you get upset, if you scream, if you yell and, uh, but the gate closes and then she sticks the nastiest looking bottle with like hair on it, this big baby bottle. And tries to get Justin to drink it, and he won't, and then points it towards Tess, and she's like, you just need to drink it, she just wants a baby, and she gives, she drinks it, and it's nasty, and then she points it back at Justin Long, and he doesn't, so she, like, grabs him out of the pit. Takes him out, yeah. Well, and then she, because she wants to breastfeed him. Yeah, she takes him to the room and tries to breastfeed him. It's it's interesting. And I think it's about this time we see, it cuts away to, uh, like, a whole other story. Basically cuts to, like, the 80s, where the house, like, the the whole neighborhood is nice. That was like the 60s, 70s. Uh, that was no, not the said, 80s. Yes, it was because they on the radio it said the Reagan administration. So that, oh, that would be the right. 80s. Okay. He was driving like a 1960-something. You can drive a 60s car in the 80s. You're right. It still exists. (laughs) Um, So it was the 80s in Detroit. So probably, you know, kind of of booming, you know, I mean, or it's uh, on the downcline. But so so the house is still nice. It's a decent neighborhood. But we follow him and he's basically getting uh, like diapers and plastic tarps Mm -hmm. and stalking a woman. And we learn over the course of it that he's this dude was like a fucking creeper, dug these tunnels, kidnapped women multiple women and had babies with them and then babies with the babies with the babies oh man you're 40 years you're jumping so far ahead you're jumping so far ahead but yes so yeah but so that's she's basically this like incestuous creature who's been underground for 40 years and that's yeah this what so i was we'll go over the timing of that in a minute but uh but yeah so we established that he has been kidnapping these women because when he comes back from his trip he goes like pretends to be a dwp worker goes into this lady's house unlocks the window so he can get back in and he leaves but he goes back home and his neighbor's like hey we're selling and getting out of here the neighbor's going to hell and he's like i'm not going anywhere opens the door to the house and you hear the woman screaming down below yeah um but yeah so then justin long has been grabbed and she tries to breastfeed him and while he's quote-unquote distracting her tess is smart grabs the flashlight gets out of the pit yeah gets out trips over the tape measure and the (laughs) dumps um but manages to get outside and does exactly the homeless guy saves her well that's right so when she came home way earlier in the movie a a uh, dude came running up that looked homeless. Yeah, and he was like, yelling don't at her, there, little don't girl, don't go in there. Don't, you got to get out of that house. You know, kind of that stuff. But you assume crazy homeless dude. Yeah. Probably. But so he pulls her out and he's like, that's, and, and, and he even says like, oh, she's in there, but she's not the worst thing in there. Yeah, he, she's not even the worst thing in there, which I'm curious what she was talking about. He was talking about. Well, the guy. Was it the older guy? Because yeah. he doesn't, he, well. Well, he's, he's the monster. He's the. He is the monster. The barbarian. But he hasn't, he's been unable to do anything for a very long time because otherwise he would have done what he does in the movie. So yeah. she gets out, she calls the cops. She run, goes up the street, finds a truck stop, calls the cops and the cops show up. And of course she looks like a crackhead because her yeah. eyes are sunken and her hair is all messed up and she's all dirty. And she tells him I've been kidnapped and held prisoner for, I don't know how long. And someone else is down there and we need to go help him. And they <laughs> like, do you, 
do you have an ID? Yeah, do you have an ID? And she's like, no, I don't have anything. I've been kidnapped, kidnapped and yeah. held. You know, she goes through the whole thing again and try, gets them to go to the house and shows them the window she broke to get out. And, you know, in the meantime, they're all getting calls of like, hey, we got Shots, a shooting yeah. over here. and Which I, I liked that, too. It's not just callous cop doesn't listen to person, but everything, if I was a cop, everything would have been pointing towards leave this alone and go to something more pressing. Right. Because she's telling you a crazy story, she looks crazy, and you're in an area where crackheads have to abound because it's all abandoned houses around her yeah. and bombed out stuff. So they leave, and she's even like, motherfucker, is she going to leave? Like, I'm just, <laughs> you got to be kidding me. Yeah. So she breaks in, she gets her keys, she breaks a window, grabs her keys that are on the table, Gets in her car, and... I and it's getting dark out, so this is when... Getting when dark out. The creature, like, actually does leave the house at night. Does leave the house, apparently, yeah. Yeah, and runs around. And this is where I would have been, like, bye, Felicia, I don't care. <laughs> uh, Justin Long would have been doing whatever he needs to do. He, like, it'd be up to him. Yeah. She sees the woman come out of the house, and instead of driving away, she drives at her, hits her, crashes her into the house, and yeah. seems to pin her between the car and the house, right. at least at first. Uh, until she stops moving, then she gets out and goes to get Justin Long. Yeah, and and this time Justin Long has found the original guy, the guy who's been like... Oldie uh, McCreeperton! Raping everybody, <laughs> and he's got tapes of it. He's got, because he recorded all of this. What I liked, though, is we didn't watch the tapes. Just, yeah. Justin Long watches them, and we see his reaction, so we don't have to see the horror of it. But some of the, like, because so he labeled the tapes for everyone. It was like gas station redhead. There was like a biter, a puker yeah it wouldn't like, stop crying red yeah, gas station redhead all Beth, kinds of stuff it was like and it was like it was so it gives you that weird it gives you that sense without having to show you the really disturbing thing that is true and this is where the earlier plot i felt like they did a pretty interesting flip over because mm. he's going along thinking that he's some kind of it might be some kind of monster or he's being accused of this stuff and now he is in contact with a real monster yeah and you see the look of like shock and disgust on his face and he's like you terrible person what the hell did you do now before this the guy was reaching for something in a nightstand that justin long pulled over for him gave him some water and such he's been digging in a drawer yeah and pulls out a revolver which i called i was watching him do it i'm like yeah. watch he's gonna the moment he said something about oh this girl's down here and we're i'm gonna bring, thought, see, bring the cops was, and everybody's gonna be swarming the place see i thought he was gonna pull for the string which was gonna ring a bell to call his daughter oh. child in to like kill justin Long. that's that's what i thought it i was. thought it was gonna be a revolver but he points the revolver at justin and of course he's like whoa man and yeah. then he turns the gun on himself and he blows his own brains out and that's what i'm saying is he had to have been down there for a while just too sick to get from the bed to the gun in order to kill himself because he looked like he'd been like that for a long time True. unless well, he's doing it because justin said that people are coming and everybody's gonna find out yeah well and that's the thing because even as we learn justin's like no this is or what's his name in the movie? AJ. AJ. Yeah, and he's like, no, no one lives there. I've owned the house for several years. And he's like, no, because they were fucking living underground. Yeah, you owned the paper, but the house has been there yeah, for a long time. So Tess goes back under. She tries to save Justin, but then Justin escapes, and he shoots Tess accidentally. Well, because he's got a gun and a flashlight, and you're going to shoot anything that moves at that point. I Pretty totally much. get that. I like, get that, yeah. The only ever think everything down there is an inbred hillbilly trying to eat you. There was part <laughs> of me, you. though, that like I thought him as AJ, I thought he was going to leave Tess. I'd be like, oh, fuck, I'm not going to carry you. Because he's, you know, because again, we're kind of getting that he's not, not the greatest guy in the world. I did get that. Yeah, he he carries Tess most of the way out. Well, uh, yeah, they leave, after, the, after they he leave the house. Her, he's, he apologizes. He picks her up. He helps carry her out. Yeah, and they leave and they discover she's got the, or what she called in the credits, 
the, the mother, mother is mother. what they called her. So she's gone. So they're just kind of wandering through like downtown or, or this part of T- Detroit that's run down and they're trying to escape. Well, and the, the homeless guy, when she came out before, had told her not to be there till dark because that's when the mother comes out and that there was a safe place over by the water tower. Yeah, where he so lives. So she does exactly what you would do in that situation because she didn't have her, her car's wrecked. His, he says his keys are down in the tunnel and he's not going back, which yeah, I, I would either. <laughs> ah, absolutely. So they go to the water tower. The guy lets them in and you know, she's bleeding. I don't know if she's bleeding out, but she's bleeding enough. She's shot in the stomach. She's I shot mean, in the stomach. I, I think she, she could survive till morning. Yeah. Probably. And you, and you see Justin again, like, Oh, I, I've messed up. I need to fix it. And it, you see kind of a double take there. Like he may have messed up the other thing too. I need to fix it. He's talking about both. I think. Um, Cause at one point earlier in the movie too, he's like, I want to fix it. I can call her with a conversation. We can sort this out. And everybody's like, do not do that. <laughs> and he drunk calls her. And he drunk calls her uh. and leaves a voicemail. But even the voicemail, I didn't think was too bad. He's just like, I'm sorry. And if you call, I'll apologize again. Yeah. Um, but, you know, and there's different versions. It, it was kind of a, a mess, but I was waiting for him to say something really bad and be like, and there's the nail in the there's legal the, yeah. coffin. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, so we get that. And then, of course, the like the the second the homeless guy said it, he's like, because they they ask him, like, well, why does she never come here and gotten you? And he goes, well, I've lived here for 15 years. And then and she's never bothered. <laughs> Bam. She comes in and like kills comes him. through like the Kool-Aid man yeah. through the wall. I mean, like it's made of <laughs> tissue paper. Just yeah. The second he said that, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah he's, gone. he's that, gone. That is, that's one of the rules of horror movies is never say you're safe. Don't go to the basement. Don't, don't, go don't to the say basement. I'll be right back. Yeah. Don't say I'll be right back. Don't have sex. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah and she's kind things. of, I mean, it's, it's interesting because she's got some sort of extra strength. I mean, cause but she's she, inbred and inbred people have been proven to be incredibly strong. Yeah. And that's, uh, and that's, he's the one who tells them. So that, that homeless guy before he gets Kool-Aided is the, <laughs> is, is where he's telling them like he, this is the story. He kidnapped these women yeah. and then he had babies with them and then he had babies with the babies and so on. And I'm going, okay, but so we have the 80s. Now, obviously, the 80s might not be when he started doing this, but he's got to be old enough to maybe have started 10 years before Well, he's got multiple cages, though, because you found, like, dog cages, so he's probably had multiple women down there. So say, let's let's give him 20 years before that to have done that. In each generation, yeah. you have they have to have had a kid, and that kid has to have hit an age where they can have their own children. So say, like, 14. I was going to say, if you go real early, 12, 12 to 14, 14. biologically... How many generations could have gone? But if he staggers them, he could be... Well, but there's only one person living down there. Well, but we don't know. Maybe they they killed each other or they died of starvation or... I guess. From what the homeless guy told us, it seemed to me like it was a generational thing. Each woman, each child, he then had another child with until you went down the line. Well, but he had tapes of like dozens of women. Oh, Absolutely. So, because, I mean, even the... But that's what I'm thinking. Guy says, so, like, oh, it's a copy of a copy of a copy, so it had to have hold, like, happened So even at times. even at 12 years each, a copy of a copy of a copy would be 36 years, even if you're talking starting in the years. 70s. It's All right. No, because this, it starts in, or at least we see the portion of it in the 80s. It's 2020. That's 40 years. Or, or 2022, whatever. But it's, so it's, that's well, yes, 40 years. But that's, that's for the generation to be born. This woman was, like, I would say at least 30 in the, the, the mother sure. in the movie. So that means that she would have had to have been born 30 years ago, which the would be 90s. 1990, yeah. which means that like uh, the timing so, I, the just, timing doesn't exactly work. But just 
Just accept it. That did run just through my head a bit. I'm like, I don't feel like we've got enough time for enough generations well, to have been Well, but she's also lived underground, here, mostly. She's probably extremely malnourished, and she's got, like, long fingernails. So, I mean... Well, that's another question. And, if she's been down there... Well, I guess she comes out at night. So, at she, night. she probably... She didn't seem malnourished. She seemed incredibly strong when she ripped off homeless dude's arm no, and beat him with thin, it. No, she's very thin, though, and, like, uh, bones. Not, you thought she was thin? Uh, <laughs> yeah, because you can see her bones, like, her ribs and her, her breasts are, you know... Sloping well, down, so shiny, I think, but, so I, think yeah. they, I think she was older. Yeah, the mother was not clothed at all. No, that was no. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we get that, um, but... <laughs> and then yeah, just, so then AJ and Tess climb up the 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 water tower, and just when you kind of think you're like, oh, there's got to be some sort of redemption or something, then fucking AJ. Well, he pulls just, a, he pulls out and drops his gun. He drops the gun, like in fucking so he idiot. does he does go through every step possible to try and stop her, and then he's like, okay, there's well, nowhere to go. But he also the second she came in, he ran. He didn't even oh, that's grab true. Tess. He was he just like bolted. That's true. Once she was hot on their tail, he ran and let her clamber up the, the water tower yeah. on her own. And then he fumbles the gun and drops it off the water tower. And then he's like, okay, there's nowhere to go. I might get away, but you have she'd to have to come after you. Yeah, you yeah. have to slow her down. So he tosses her off the water tower. and <laughs> says, then Come get your baby and throws her off the water yeah. tower. And then the mother dives after her. And we see basically like they, they both land, but... The mother pads the fall, lands first, and then Tess is on top of her. Well, see, I think Tess had to have landed first. I think the mother hit and pulled her on top of her into like a, a cuddling position, almost like a. No, I think they. She grabbed her mid air and turned and then landed. That's my feeling. Mm, yeah, well, we'd have, if, if I Tess, don't want to watch it again, but we would have to to see. If Tess hit first, she wouldn't have gotten up. She would have been broken something, and she gets uh, up. Yeah. She would have broke her back, a leg. She gets up. So I think that's what happened. I'm, that's I, I think it's likely she would have hurt something, too. But it yeah. looked to me like it was like... And she shot, too. Yeah, or at least they didn't edit it and time it right to make it look like the mom could have grabbed her in midair. But that's a whole different story. Because you literally see the camera from the ground as the mom's coming down. It's a bit of suspension <laughs> of dis- disbelief. It is. But so, so Justin yeah. Long's character comes down... Um, to try and check her out, and she yeah. starts, and Tess starts moving. Yeah, he's like, "Oh my God, you're alive! I'm so." S-. He's like, "Oh, I tried to catch you, and you slipped." Yeah, right, right. That was yeah. He starts going into excuses. <laughs> you understand, right? I didn't have a choice, and no, obviously he's justifying it to himself, but that's also human nature. We do that. If you were to do something horrible, you try and like, oh, but it was a little bit of this, it. and I didn't have a choice. I don't know if I would go so far as like you were slipping, but yeah, I would have been like, it was me or you, and I chose you, and I. I it gives you a little bit of thought process. I don't know what I would do in that case. Like, I don't know. There's a lot of situations in this where I'm like, I think I'd do that, but who knows when you get into that. <laughs> yeah. But it is a split minute, split second decision. and To save your life. To, or, to yeah. save your life or someone else. And I would be hard pressed to let myself die. Or let I don't think anyone can make that else. decision until you're in the situation. Like, Because well, we, like, we can all say yes or no, I'd go either way. But it's until you're in it, you have no clue. And unlike a lot of situations and movies where either of you could survive, she really would have had a hard time surviving because she was shot, she couldn't move, she was up on top of a water tower, and that woman yeah. was going to... The mother was going to take her back down into those tunnels and she was not going to be able to stop her. So he wasn't wrong in that he could possibly get away if she slowed her down and not. He's not wrong about that. But it, yeah, ethically, I think almost everything he did. Oh yeah. Ethically. He was morally and ethically not what you're supposed to do. But so so, he, so yeah, so Tessa's still alive and he's kind of doing this. And then we learn, and then the mother's still alive, mm -hmm. of course, because she can't fucking die. 
And she fucking gouges out his eyes with her fingernails. Which is the only time in the movie I, saw, I, ha- I looked away. I, I couldn't flinch. It wasn't flinching Are so you... much. I could watch that crap, but I, I saw what was about to happen. I was like, I don't need to see this. I, I, I can... It, it doesn't fun. show it too much, which, which is interesting. It doesn't show a lot of gore. Yeah, it the doesn't. movie itself was not gore-filled. No. And I have no problem with blood. I have a thing with eyes. <laughs> it's a weird, squishy thing. Yeah, yeah I was like, ah, I, I don't want to watch that. Okay. Yeah. So then... Um, yeah, Tess. So, which is interesting. So, the mother, in her own way, wants to care for Tess. No. She doesn't want to hurt her, but she in, in doesn't own realize mind, that she's torturing her. But oh, she yeah. doesn't realize. But yeah, she wants to care for her. So finally, Tess gets the gun and shoots the the mother. Yeah, she picks up the gun that Justin Long drops when he gets you know smushed. Yeah. And <laughs> and I thought at first that she was going to kill herself because she says, I can't go back. I'm not going back. I can't go back there. Yeah. And I didn't think, I thought she was going to think that she couldn't kill the mother because of everything they'd already tried and gone through and hitting her with the car. Yeah, and falling off. And then, her. yeah, instead of shooting herself, she just puts the gun to the mother's head. And the mother even, like, gives her this weird the little, kiss, like, yeah. kiss on her forehead. And she blows the mother's brains out and then goes walking off. Cuts the credits. And that is quite literally, yeah, you see a couple more scenes of her like walking to try and get out of the area and that's it. I was, so I, so uh, we left and there was actually a couple other audience members and and they were like, so what'd you guys think? And I said, I was going to be pissed if after all this and then Tess fucking dies. Yeah. I was going to be like super mad. It was, just, they kind of suck it. Like, what did you guys think of that? (laughs) Like, like, oh, I don't know what to think. Um, Yeah. So kind of my that was something. So my theory behind this is because it, so it is partially the so it's titled Barbarian. I think that's partially because it's this guy is a monster. He's incestuous. He's been assaulting women and kidnapping them and raping them and all that. Um, I think the other part of it is basically just men in general. That's my theory because we get the opening with Keith, where you kind of where he where he even has where he's going to open a bottle of wine. He's like, oh, I saw you didn't drink your tea. I'm not going to open the wine because I don't. You don't know if I put something in it, so I'm going to open it in front of you. Mm-hmm. I'll actually like that whole little awkward conversation because yeah. that's what I would be doing too. I'd be like, not that I want to go there, but it's I thought you'd be more a, comfortable if I opened it in front of you, kind yeah. of a thing, because you, you know you don't know me, and it is wine and yeah. it's alcohol, and and so we see him, and he's probably the the best example of a of a of a good, not a nice guy like like how like creepy guys are nice guys, but like an actual good. Guy. Well, yeah. At no point in the movie does he does something that you would consider to be wrong. No, he does some he does some stupid stuff. He probably should have left the fucking house. Yeah. But he's not like that. And then we go to AJ Justin Long, and and which is even Justin Long says he's like, "Am I a bad guy? Am I a good guy who just made a mistake?" Yeah, he kind of rambles that when they're with the homeless guy outside the water tower yeah. of like. Am so you've I got him, guy? and you're Am kind I of like, guy? okay, it's it's a different level of that. And then you've got the barbarian the the man who's done this for you know 40 years so i think that's an underlying kind of theme in there is the barbarian of what these men have done or could do that's my theory at least i I think it's there's some subtext in there and then you also got the cops who are like don't believe her and they're just kind of dismissing her and so you've got a bit of that the only the only kind of good helpful guy is the homeless guy and then and keith Keith. Keith. yeah I mean, I don't. I don't feel like it's it's as much a men and women split in the movie. I see I where you're coming split, from, but I think it's a. I, I think there is some underlying subtext about men. Well, I, I and see kind of how we are now. I see where you're coming from. I almost could see like what is what would be other aspects of a barbarian as someone who does whatever they not does what they need to, but 
Well, to me, a barbarian is someone who just has no regard. Like you just, you just, like you're a savage almost. Like savage gives into base instincts and yeah, needs. you have no regard for other people. And or... you see a lot of people do that through the movie, including her. Like ramming her with the ramming the woman with the car. Tess yeah. does that by ramming the woman with the car and shooting her in the end. And mm-hmm. even when she gets taken and she's being kept in the cage, she does what she has to to survive. It's that base need instinct. Yeah. So I, th- I, I could kind of see that too. I mean, I don't think it's the best title for this movie. It doesn't seem to tie I, in real well. I think but... it's just, I, I think it's more resembling kind of human nature and how we can become barbarians given whatever situation we're in. Yeah. That's, that's my theory. That is true. Cause I would say that's probably the one thing you didn't really see other than Tess deciding to go back for Justin Long's character after she got out. Nobody is very, uh, selfless or, yeah. Or, I mean, she, well, she has to be, I mean, she's, she's the final girl. Yeah. She's the kind of main character. Well, she's definitely the one you want to like the most and want to survive. That's that's what they're setting up. But with the except that's what I'm saying, with the exception of that, every single person in the movie does what they feel they need to do. Yeah. In a way. Whatever their base instinct is. Even the monster guy was doing what he felt because that's he, what he wanted to his do. His instincts were pushing him to. Yeah. And that's what a barbarian is. It's a savage person who doesn't control their lower nature with their higher nature and i think that is probably what the theme of the movie really comes down to is like when you strip away all of that other stuff and you get down to the base what kind of person are you yeah you know just yeah aj wanted to survive and was willing to sacrifice her at no point did she think about grabbing the gun and shooting him or grabbing like <laughs> trying to do anything yeah. like that at least as far as we could tell she just wanted to get away. And I, what I did like too, and I think we, we talked about this a little bit, is that she's probably the more realistic character. She's the one where like, like we said, where she sees this, this creepy cave and she's like, nope. Or she mm-hmm. gets her keys and is ready to go. And she's like, fuck this. Yeah. Like she just wants, like that's the most realistic thing. She sat down did. there and looked down that cave for what seemed like a long time. Although I was expecting it to be like 10 minutes later. Like yeah. I'm bored. I'm going down the tunnel or something. But <laughs> yeah. they made it seem like she sat there for a really long time before finally like, okay, I can't find anything else in this basement to get out. Let me go look down here and see if there's something that can help me. Yeah. And then, yeah, the picture it paints when you look in and you see the camera and then the bed and then the bucket and then the handprint on the wall. You're just like, oh. Like nothing good, not good happened here. No, it's <laughs> not good. Nothing good happened in this place. No. Um, um, so I I liked it overall for what a horror movie as, as much as you can like a horror movie. I don't think I'll I'll probably rewatch it. Um, I like that it was different. I like that it's not kind of the same horror we get. It's not a typical Michael Myers or Freddy where it's just this endless monster that that keeps coming after you, sort of. It's not a ghost. It's not a conjuring. It's not any of that. It was just it's it's very base human nature, and what mm. can come from that, whether we like it or not. Yeah, there's an old movie I saw. I think it was called the the People Under the Stairs or the Children Under the Stairs. Did you see an old movie? That is an old movie. It's from the '90s. Yeah. That's an old horror movie. The People Under the Stairs is an amazing... I love that movie so much. But I was going to say, I had this feeling too, because that, that was all like crazy people being stashed and like there wasn't really um, any supernatural bit to that. No, either. it was... It's these rich landlords who are like slumlords and they're kidnapping people and keeping them un, like underground. It's kind of a similar idea. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, I mean this... I... I this isn't my kind of horror movie. This really is just yeah. a tension movie through the whole thing, which is what it set out to be, and it accomplished it. I definitely do like a bit more of something that's going to get my adrenaline going more mm. than just my muscles tense. No. Um, you know, something where you think there's going to be a jump scare, and then there isn't, and then they manage to pop something out at you when you're not expecting it and actually get you to jump in your seat. That's my yeah. kind of 
thing. This is definitely more of a slow burn. It builds a lot of tension and it releases that with a couple jump scares, but it's a lot of build up. Or at least a psychological thriller. I can do with one of these very tension filled ones if it's got kind of a deep psychological yeah. side to this. This really didn't. It was just dude does creepy shit. Fuck some like, shit up. And <laughs> just is, is let an it awful stew person. downstairs for a long time. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you, it's, have, you have to dig a lot to get into any of the subtext that kind of has any I think so, thought yeah. process to it. To really I would say, on. if you're a horror fan, go check it out. Um, if you're not, then don't. 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 <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, if you've listened to this podcast and you haven't seen it, sorry. Um, yeah. But uh, if you're listening to this and it sounds like something you want to go see, go check it out. If you're listening to this and go say, that sounds terrible... Don't check it out. No. It's it, it really is. I could have not seen this and been perfectly fine throughout <laughs> my life. This isn't going to bring an epiphany or some major yeah. change to your life. So, And I, I appreciate the filmmaking of it. I thought it was shot really well, the, especially with the darkness and the light and the tunnels. And kind of, you do get a bit of a different perspective from the camera work when it flashes back to the guy in the 80s. Kind of a, a, yeah. a skewed view, maybe to see how his view is. Um, cause he's probably seeing the world a little bit skewed from his like psychopath mm-hmm. view. So I liked how it was shot. It was, it was good. Um, so I, I liked the film, like how it was made. I, I thought it was interesting. Yeah. A lot of the cinematography was pretty good and the acting was really good too. The girl who played Tess and Keith, the guy who played Keith and Justin Long's AJ. They were great. Yeah. They emoted very well. Like the, you do get the sense that Tess and Keith almost kind of sort of hook up. Because she shows up, and then he says, come inside, and she doesn't want to, and then he offers her the room, and she says, oh, I need clean sheets, and so they start washing them, and it's going to be an hour or two. Yeah, I mean, there's there's some bonding there. And then he offers the wine, and he starts drinking it well, anyways, and then eventually yeah. she does take some, and they they bond. Up. Well, I think they have to well, show no, their bond because... They bonded, and when they finally put the duvet on, and they're joking around, there was like a moment or two when they're looking at each other, and you oh, you could have seen that would have yeah. led to... They were both thinking kind of about it. Well, if this same premise as like a Hallmark Christmas movie, like, oh, we, we both booked the same B&B, and then they fall in love. What? That's... <laughs> I can't remember the name of it, but my wife and I just watched one kind of like <laughs> that about a week or two ago, where it's the same premise, but it's a rom-com, and it's in Verona... Where oh, yeah. Romeo and Juliet is supposedly the porch just out, outside where Romeo and Juliet were, and they both book this Airbnb. And of course, she's pretty and he's good looking, and he's going around testing wineries for wine. So all they're doing is drinking fancy wines and having meals. And it's a cute movie, but I'm like, this basically is just at least the first half of this movie was the flip side of that premise of like, oh, it either goes great or it goes terribly, <laughs> it goes terribly wrong. Uh, yeah, but no, I think it was it was different. I like that it was different. I think. Horror, every kind of generation. It's, it's like when Scream came out, it kind of changed things. Or like when The Conjuring came out, they kind of changed things or Saw. I, I wouldn't put this uh, on, it's on not, a shelf with any of those. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I, I don't think it's some big game changer, but I like that it's a different feeling to it. It's oh. not the same formulaic thing in some ways. I, I enjoyed yes. it. I'd say I'd give it like a, like a six. Like it's it's a it's an average horror movie, but I like but I'll, I'm going to give it the extra point because it's a little bit different. I was going to say I'd go five because it really wasn't necessarily my cup of tea. But those mm-hmm. movies you mentioned, Saw, Conjuring, Scream, they they made you walk away thinking about stuff in a different way, yeah. or an angle you hadn't thought of before, or viewing horror movies in a different way than you had previously, and. Yeah, this really just didn't. You walked out going, "Oh Lord, that was a like, thing." <laughs> I almost think I need bleach for my eyes a little bit. Just yeah. well, it's not just that, but I, like I said, I think I, I just liked that it was a different type. 
of horror. Because horror comes in either like, okay, it's either aliens or ghosts, or it's this like undying monster, like Michael Myers. This is a different type of human horror. Yeah, that's true. It is a more... I don't know if I'd say realistic, but it is... It probably is realistic, because this is... Compared dude, to those, it's more realistic. Yeah, this is like a, a human horror that I can I can see if the FBI one day roll up on a house and they're like, hey, we just discovered a cave. That would not fucking surprise me. Yeah. <laughs> so I, it's a different type of human horror, I, I feel. Yeah. So. Yeah. I've, I I can concur with that. Okay. <laughs> um... Okay, you said five out of ten. I think that's probably a uh, five. Yeah, pretty good. And I might be being a little generous there. You might. Be. I think I talked you into a five. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say six, just because it's different. Uh, will I ever watch it again? Probably not. I don't think I'll ever buy it. Um, but I'm. It was interesting. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if this would have been worth the cost of a movie ticket. Obviously, we paid for movie tickets for this. Yeah. But uh, but if you see it on streaming, maybe. Yeah, if it's a couple or uh, wait for Redbox. Yeah, Redbox streaming. Pay two bucks. Yeah. Um, cool. All right. Um, that's it for the movie club. Uh, send in your recommendations if you want us to watch something. Stick around. We've got a bunch lined up. Um, I'm not going to say yet what they are, but but they are. But they're good. They're good. We've got some stuff. <laughs> um, that's it. Check out the nerdtrek.com. We've got all of our merch on there, pictures of us. You can reach out to us. Check out our other podcasts, Acting Captain, uh, the Nerd Trek Podcast, uh, the Movie Club, 10-Minute Expert with David, um, all that. We, we if, if it's a topic, we probably have a podcast about it. So, uh, all right. Enjoy your Halloween, and uh, we'll catch you at the next show. Catch you at the next show.